You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Whether you're hunting the back 40 or chasing game deep in the backcountry, the all-new Razor Guide Pack from Outdoor Edge has it all. Coming in at only 12 ounces and in a premium wax canvas roll pack for compact storage and travel, the Razor Guide Pack is seven blades in total, including a 5-inch replaceable blade folding knife, a 3-inch replaceable blade caping knife, and the flip and zip saw for wood or bone. For more information, visit OutdoorEdge.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And back on the show again is Jacob Coons. Now, Jacob is an educator and an avid outdoorsman, and he's got such an analytical mind. He loves to break down gear and units and weather patterns and you name it. He likes doing it and breaking it down to an easily digestible form for other hunters to take in. He makes guides for Western and Eastern big game hunting. And he's at it again with his recent comparative review and rating of the six major mapping softwares in the hunting space right now. He dissects them on several different levels. And he's going to share with us today what he found, what he thinks is the best, whether he's going to stick with his old stuff or switch to a new new software and I know I've got my opinions because I've been using the same software for a long time I absolutely love it at this point I feel like it meets all my needs but who knows what he found and what he's going to share with us today that maybe I'm going to realize hey I need that in my life when it comes to uh, a mapping program for western hunting eastern hunting really all the hunting that I do I use onyx and so I'm curious if that comes out on top or if there's another one that he likes even more. So let's dive in and find out what he discovered. You're listening to The Western Rookie, a hunting podcast full of tips, tricks, and strategies from seasoned Western hunters. There are plenty of opportunities out there. We just need to learn how to take on the challenges. Hunting is completely different up there. I've harvested 26 big game animals. You can fool their eyes, but you can't fool their nose. 300 yards back to the road turned into three miles back the other way. It's always cool seeing new hunters go and harvest an animal. I don't know what to expect. If there's anybody I want in the woods with me, it'll be you. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And on the show with me today, I've got Jacob Coons on the line again. This is your third time on, man. Well, you know, it's my second time on the Nomadic Outdoorsman. Oh, that's right. Um, I, I keep forgetting that I've got two podcasts, and so I just lump everybody into the same thing. Don't don't you dare treat Western Rookie like a stepchild. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. No, I was looking back, Dan. It was February 17th of this year. It was episode 69 on the Nomadic Outdoorsman. 
when I was on, we were talking about hunting elk east of the Mississippi. Dang. That's, yeah. yeah. So we've covered a wide variety of stuff with you on the show. I mean, we've talked about gear. We've talked about hunting east of the Mississippi for big game like elk. We've talked about hunting west of the Mississippi. And today we're going to dive into mapping software because you presented this idea to me. I think it was almost right after we got off our last call with the Western Rookie. And you were like, hey, I'm I'm taking a look at all of these different softwares that people use, diving deep and doing a comparison among all of them. I mean, kind of reviewing each one to figure out what is best for you or what is best for different needs. And then um, it sounds like you've already or you've also been doing that with weather software. So I'm pumped to find out what you found out, because like probably a lot of people, I knew of Onyx first and it was just so prominent in your face. You saw it on everything advertised all over the place but there could be other things out there that are just as good or better that are being overlooked so yeah i think you know for someone like yourself that travels hunts a lot i'd like to travel hunt and that's becoming more and more popular dan and a few years ago it was sort of mostly on x that was out there uh i also had played around with base map which is another mapping hunt map application or platform. And in the past few years, there's been an emergence of other hunting map platforms, but, and we'll get to those in a minute. But if you think about how us as hunters love to tinker with our gear, we love to get, we like to get quieter. We like to go farther, stay longer, whether it's, you know, chasing elk or mule deer or just hunting whitetail nearby we're constantly tinkering but and so i wanted to tinker a little bit with the hunting map applications and really do a comparative rating and review of all of them that i could find and all of them that i could think of yeah and it was a lot of fun and initially i was just going to do it myself but then i thought it would i'm i'm an intense nerd so i thought i'll create a spreadsheet and just share it with other folks and i actually created a couple youtube videos as well looking at the desktop and the handheld versions of those platforms so that people could get a preview of those platforms if they wanted to see, you know, to see my review and, and rating and comparative examination of, of those platforms. Because they some of them have a lot of value and some of them have some real holes in their in their game, so to speak, and and could be a sort of a waste of time and money. Yeah. Uh what what applications i guess are you using mapping software for because you know there's going to be people that are listening to this that might be waterfowl hunters or upland hunters or whitetail hunters and so i feel like that would be a good base to start with is sharing with people who maybe haven't listened to the other podcasts that you've been on um to find out to find out what it is that you're using this for and how you like what lens you were really looking at them through in relation to hunting? You know, that's a really good question, Dan, because I did really just focus on my core needs. And that, and and I shared that in the, the YouTube videos up front. I share it sort of ad nauseum that my this is my lens of a, a whitetail hunter who lives in Kentucky that travels to several states here, sort of in the Midwest and the South or whatever. And then someone that has you know, an, uh, an affinity for traveling uh, west to to hunt elk uh, or, or mule deer, 
um, you know, I've hunted pronghorn out West. And, and so that, that's really the focus, you know, that I come from, I don't, I'm not a waterfowl hunter. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily hunting small game, um, you know, or at least using these apps to hunt small game. So, yeah, it was really just looking at through it, that lens and, and each app, I really dedicated a lot of time and energy to learning and understanding because I know behind, the, you know, the Onyx or the base map or, you know, the Go Hunt platform that there are people that are working hard to make it, you know, to bring value to their customers. And so I didn't want to be disrespectful to them. I didn't want to be, um, I, I wanted to be fair to the platform and I didn't want to, I didn't want it to be something that I just sort of breezed through. I do use Onyx uh, as my primary platform, but um, currently, but that's probably going to change in the future based on what I found in my research. And um, so, yeah, I really wanted to be fair. I, I went to all of their YouTube channels, looked at their tutorials and to be, to be fair to them, but also if you know, if, if, if I didn't figure something out and I, there, it might be because they need to add more tutorials because yeah. some of them, because some of them had some really neat tools that they would promote and market, but they wouldn't show you how to use them. And that I thought was a real problem, uh, that I had. And eventually I just had to give up. I'm like, listen, I can't, you know, if I can't figure this out and I'm just a regular dude, I'm assuming most other customers can't figure it out either. Yeah. And I think that's a problem with a lot of different hunting gear the the capabilities of the equipment typically far exceed our understanding of the equipment and um whether that's mapping software or uh computers even my my podcast board like this thing can do so much more than i fully understand um and so to have that information out there where people can go hey i've only been using this to kind of drop a pin where i shot my deer so that i can come back and track it later on when in reality, you can be using it for finding the the landmass of whatever property you're hunting or, you know, tracing out a field to know, hey, how many acres is this part that I want to put a food plot in, which helps me, you know, buy more, buy the right amount of seed. It, there's so many different things that they can do. And so, like you said, I feel like it's it's great when they actually give you the information on how to use all of the all of the features of their product. Yeah. And so I'm going to throw out some names. I'm going to sort of turn the tables on you, Dan. Have you heard of, I, well, I mentioned base map and, you know, go hunt launched their mapping platform. I think this is for the third time, but this officially, officially this year, they launched it. Um, have you heard of hunt stand before? I have heard of hunt stand before. I have no experience with it, but I have definitely heard of them. Okay. So base map, go hunt, hunt stand. Then there was, uh, of course there's Onyx. Have you heard of Spartan Forge? I've heard of Spartan Forge. I didn't know that they were a mapping software. I've heard of their, I think they do trail cameras, don't they? No, <laughs> they, <laughs> this is great. This is great. That's so, so funny. Cause like I would have, if, if you, said you get a hundred dollars if you get this right what do they do i would have put it on trail cameras yeah so spartan i think there is a, a trail cam company made maybe named spartan but this Maybe is, that's what it is this company um they 
they started with like a predictive deer model, uh, which I'm, I kind of don't really use, but you know, that that's where they started, but they, um, they now have a mapping application as well. Um, And then the last one is hunt wise. Have you heard of hunt wise? I have heard of hunt wise. Yeah. Okay. So there's, those are the six platforms. And the way that I took a look at them was we're looking at, you know, 50, a lot of them just offer all 50 States for one price. Now Onyx is different because you, you can pay $99 for 50 States or 30 bucks for a single state. Uh, But I just looked at it from a pricing standpoint of all 50 States. And so like from, for example, hunt stand came in at 2999 and then you have base map at $34.99. And then you have Spartan Forge at $39.99. And then uh, HuntWise at $50. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Go Hunt at $50. And then HuntWise at $59.99. And then Onyx at the $100. Wow. Price. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot of variance in there. And, and I mean, even if you look at just hunt stand at 30 bucks a year for all 50 states, you know, that's pretty good value. But then, you know, obviously, as we go forward, we'll talk about some of, uh, you know, the layers and tools and waypoints that each of them offer and how it either can fit, you know, can it fit the needs of somebody that likes to travel hunt or not? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really interesting, the price breakdown. And I am curious to see how that correlates with what features they actually offer because I mean, coming in at double or triple everything else, I would hope you're getting, you're getting your money's worth out of Onyx, which I've been happy with it, but I'm curious to see if there's a better solution for me even. Yeah. So if you think about it, when I'm a little bit older than you, but when I was, when I was younger, I, um, you know, a car, a vehicle that had power windows, was a really nice vehicle. Yeah. But now all cars have power windows, right? Yeah. Or or like that that same dynamic can apply for like heated seats or Bluetooth radio or or, or you know Bluetooth in the car or um you know just different you know a back a rear a rear a sunroof or a rear window wiper. And so like there was a time when OnX had introduced the tracking feature where you just sort of hit tracking and and it would track your sort of breadcrumbs as you hiked across a field or a mountain or whatever. And so, or the public private, like it would show, you know, the private ownership and then the public land and that sort of thing. So the good news is, you know, a lot of the platforms really offer that stuff already. Like it's, it used to be sort of this new feature and now it's just sort of, if you don't have those things, you're not even really in the game or the ability to download maps uh, they all offer, you know, the ability to download maps. Um, now, the the style of downloaded maps, it, there is some variance. Be, um, what I found was that some of them had maps that were very dynamic, where you could sort of zoom in, zoom out. I did find like HuntStand, their mapping was sort of like a flat sheet of of paper, almost, where you're looking at it. It didn't sort of allow you to zoom in, zoom out, or a, or tilt it or adjust it. Whereas you can do that with some of the other platforms, the ability to import waypoints 
was also something I couldn't really figure out with hunt stand. So, you know, with all of the other ones, they had a tutorial on that, but with hunt stand, there wasn't a tutorial on how to import waypoints. So if I was switching to like from an Onyx to a hunt stand, you know, not to pick on them, but I just couldn't figure out how to do it. Yeah. And then, you know, some of the platforms, uh, you know, one of them in particular, Spartan Forge doesn't offer a desktop version of the platform. And so I know you went, you know, on a mule hunt, you know, mule deer hunt and you hunt in Missouri and you're traveling here and there and everywhere. You, you would probably use the handheld in the field, but when you're at your, at home and maybe you want to do some e-scouting, you like to have it on the desktop as well. And yeah. that was something that, uh, like, for example, Spartan Forge didn't, doesn't offer. And I thought that that was, you know, sort of interesting. I was like, okay, well, that, I, I like to e-scout using my mapping platform. Um, yeah, I, I mean, with with that, like, I love to have it on all my devices. You know, the iPads have it, my computer has it, my yeah. phone has it. And especially when I'm hunting with somebody else. You know, if I go over to their house, I'm not I'm not bringing my phone like I'll have my phone with me, but we're not sitting there dissecting an area and the topography and the features of where we're hunting on my phone. I'm doing it either on my computer or on a tablet so that we can, you know, see more. And so that would be a deal breaker for me, I feel like, to just to not have the application on a desktop would be pretty difficult. I do want to ask you about the offline maps that you touched on it really quick. Yeah. One thing I've always been curious about is, are there any softwares that allow you to download the entire unit that you're hunting? Because I know with Onyx, the platform that I use, I'm doing like a 10 mile square or rectangle or whatever. And then I'm having to basically piece those together one at a time. And maybe it's just that I don't know that they can do this. But I'm thinking, okay, when I go out west and I hunt unit 29 or whatever in Arizona, I want to know, I want to know everything about that that unit, and I want to have that whole unit downloaded. Well, in order to do that, I'm downloading like 40 different maps and making this grid pattern, and yeah. it's kind of annoying, but. I've always said, man, if somebody switched to that model, if they had all the other features that I also like, I would totally go with that. Because if I could just click on Unit 29, download it, and now I'm ready to go, it just seems way more user-friendly. Yeah. So, like, for example, I'm looking – I have a, I created a cheat sheet for your audience, by the way. If they go to my Instagram, J underscore Coons underscore Hunts, H, uh, last name is C-O-O-N-S, and then underscore H-U-N-T-S. They can they can find the, the spread the spreadsheet that I'm referring to in my profile and they can just pull it down for free and it's got all the all the nerdiness you know of the pricing and all the different things that we're going to be talking about. So with Onyx, you, to your point, you could do five square miles, ten square miles, or 150 square miles in these little like that patchwork sort of thing, and 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 so some of them have um, you know. Uh, I'm looking at some of them, 100, you know, the, they have a low resolution and a high resolution. And it's like another one, uh, base map is 102 miles, which is low resolution. And then high resolution is five miles. With Go Hunt, the thing that they've been promoting with their new mapping platform is that you can download uh, 
like I think basically like whole states if you want uh, like you know in, in now to be to be honest with you I haven't played around with that tool specifically in terms of the downloading uh, and how how big of a map you can get but it is something that they're specifically pointing out as a as a point of differentiation that you can you don't have to create a patchwork of maps like you do with some of the other platforms. But but again, I don't know how high resolution or low resolution that map would be. Yeah. But it does seem like you the size of the map is something that they, you know, they don't like either. They don't like doing that same thing that you're doing. So I think if I were somebody like you that wanted to um to to you know that was a real you know point of contention then that would go hunt would probably be the way something I would look at into. And you, it's actually, what's interesting is it's even when I messed around with it, it's even, uh, I guess it's called caching or caching the, uh, the map even before you download it. So if you went offline, it'll actually still keep the map up hmm. uh, and allow you to zoom in, zoom out, which I thought was an interesting a dynamic as i was playing with it yeah uh so um so i think yeah to, to your point there's there's opportunity there whereas you know some of the other ones it's still sort of a patchwork approach yeah um to the device side of things are there any are there any mapping applications that you've found so far that you can also use on smartwatches? because that's another thing that i thought about several years ago like hey i mean i know there's garmin and they, they've got their gps stuff on their watches but as far as like having an apple watch i i actually messaged uh onyx about this gosh three years ago mm -hmm. and hey my my watch uses cellular it also has a gps tracker in it if i go off if i go offline it would be so cool to have a map downloaded on my watch. And then I just pull my wrist up. You know, I don't want to be digging down in layers or in my pack for my cell phone to look for my map to, to pull up the app. If I could just track something or drop a waypoint quick on my phone with the click of uh, a button or a tap of my finger, I feel like that'd be a pretty cool uh, feature or add on. Yeah, that's a. I don't have a smart an Apple smart uh, Apple Watch or a smartwatch, um, so I didn't look into that. I did not see that promote. I would imagine any company that would do that would be promoting the hell out of that. Yeah, and, and so I didn't come across that. But boy, that's a great idea, Dan. Like, uh, I hadn't really thought of that. Yeah, I, just in using all of these devices, like in conjunction with each other. Like there's times where I don't bring my phone out at all because now, you know, with the watch technology, I can make calls on my watch. I can get texts on my watch. I can basically do everything that my phone can do aside mm -hmm. from maybe take a picture. But if, if somebody came out with that, I just feel like it would be an, a cool extra feature um, to advertise for them, but maybe it's just not, the ROI might not be there. You know, they might yeah. not get a bunch of extra users, even though they're dumping a ton of money into developing this new app for a watch. Yeah, I I think that's a great idea. I don't I didn't like I said I didn't come across anybody that any of them that did that, but I did write that down because I think that would be interesting to to evaluate if if they did. The 
you know, what was interesting was that, like you were talking about, you know, your your phone and your handheld. So BaseMap only puts their 3D, like, so all of these, well, uh, let me take that back. So Go Hunt, HuntStand, HuntWise, and Onyx all offer 3D on your desktop or on your phone. Yeah. So um, personally, I don't seem to use a lot of the 3D features on my phone. I tend to do it when I'm e-scouting on my desktop. I, but what's interesting is that Spartan Forge doesn't have any 3D on on the the phone application. Of course, they don't have a desktop, but the um, base map uh, doesn't have 3D on the desktop. They only have it on iOS software on your phone. Mm-hmm. So if you have if you have an Android, you can't get it. But if you have an iPhone, you can get 3D on on base map. And I thought, wow, that's kind of interesting. I hadn't really I don't know if that's great. Like I don't, yeah. if I were like, I almost would flip that. Let's put it on your desktop. Let's not, we don't need it as much on your phone. And then even within that, some of the 3d has a limited tilt and some of it has a full tilt. So mm-hmm. a limited tilt is where you're looking at the furthest down you can go is like a 30 degree angle looking down. Whereas some of the, the platforms have a full tilt. So you know, I beat up on HuntStand a little bit, but their 3D was really sharp and it allowed you to get f- a full tilt. Whereas the uh, like on X, which you and I use a lot, is a limited tilt on 3D. And it and so it I, I, I sort of noticed that and I thought, boy, I really like the full tilt because it gives me a, a, a great way to sort of view and scan a particular area. Um with with regards to layers, the layers were really different between the different platforms, and some of them were very um, eastern specific, and some of them had a little bit of both east and west, and and some of them, for example, um, well, well, let me I'll ask you a couple of questions. Well, what are some okay. layers that you you use most uh, with Onyx? Like, do I mean, you find me? Public, private, but what else? Public, private, topography. I use the trails um, because, you know, especially when I'm out west, I want to know where the closest trail is. I might have a better way to get an animal out. Um, the Yeah, I would say that those are definitely the ones that I have on all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like property boundaries but um i don't know if this is turned on or off or if just when you have public private turned on um but the ability to click and see how many acres a particular chunk of land is i Uh use that feature so much what about topo layers do you like with onyx we there's really one topo layer do you feel like you would want additional topo layers or do you feel like no i feel like i feel like the more topo layers that you can have like that's something that's just a given for me like it's always everything is topo like it helps me figure out you know my routes if i see a drainage i know like is this going to be steep enough or too steep or shallow enough to to hike up am i going to be able to uh, drag a deer back out of this area and so um, I guess I never even thought about additional topo layers, but that is definitely something that I use. So I'm going to share with you some layers from some of the other some of the other platforms. Yeah. So um, here's this is from Huntwise. 
They have archery pro shops, game processors, processors, cell phone coverage. Um, there is now I know we're used to, um, you know, uh, burn uh, timber cuts back to 1991. So that's something that I don't I don't know if Onyx offers timber cuts. Actually, I, th I think they they might, but a drought monitor. Um, uh, waterfowl access and or waterfowl en enhancement areas, uh, boat ramp access. Um, there's at least four or five different uh, topographic layers, uh, USGS, USA, ESRI topo, basic terrain topo. I always say topo. Some people don't hate it when I say that. <laughs> no, I like it. Uh, so um, cattle allotments uh is another layer and, and and so the the reason why i'm pointing this out is that it's really um there's, there's a lot of additional information out there that you can gather from different platforms and you know again as i go through and rate and rank some of these um you you know your listeners may say well some of those things aren't interesting to me i'm only interested in one thing or a couple things but i think as for example, HuntWise being $60, you get a lot of the same layers that you get with Onyx, but you also get some of these other things that you maybe not, hadn't thought of or might be of value in addition to the additional topographic layers, but just um, shooting ranges, game processors, archery pro shops. Uh, I think one of them has a, a layer on, it, it actually has with Onyx where you can get the, the, the information of, the private landowner, it doesn't give you their phone number. Well, that's something that you can get with the HuntWise app. It'll actually give you really? the phone. Yeah. That so, alone, <laughs> that <laughs> alone for me, that's a big deal because that's something that I've always done. I mean, I I was looking at buying a couple different chunks of land and trying to track down the people. I mean, I'm going on social media, trying to find them, figure out like, oh, is this the area that they actually live in or is this somebody from out of state? But to have actual contact information um for me when it comes to getting permission is a big deal um also the cell phone coverage that's something that i would have never thought about but it would be very helpful heading out west like now i know do i need to bring an inreach device in order to communicate with my wife or am i going to have maybe spotty service but it's enough service to text her a couple times a day um and so yeah i love all of those different layers that you were listing off archery shops in case something happens with your bow and you need to just hurry and get there. That might determine how close, you know, you hunt to that city instead of going to the far side of the unit that might be three hours or, you know, hunting 45 minutes from it. So dang, that's, that's impressive. All across the country, rifle season is upon us or quickly approaching. Whether I'm hunting hogs and whitetail in Texas or mule deer and elk in the Rocky Mountains, I've got a do-it-all rifle system. I've taken a Browning Hell's Canyon Speed in 6.5 Creedmoor and topped it with Vortex's precision matched rings and a Viper PST2 5-25x50 first focal plane scope. If you're looking for increased accuracy, an unmatched warranty, or just to start building your own all-season rifle, 
Check out what's new from Vortex at vortexoptics.com and head to your favorite Vortex dealer to make sure you're ready for everything fall can throw at you. So, you know, from a layer standpoint, the rate, the, the, the two applications that scored the highest were, you know, Onyx scored a nine, but HuntWise also scored a nine. And then Hunt Stand scored an eight. So you have, again, you have competition here where you have other platforms offering some different uh, layering that can provide some additional value. Now, you know, Go Hunt scored a six because they're really Western focused. They don't have layers that might, uh, you know, help someone that just hunts whitetail. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, they're based out of Las Vegas, but but they offered 50 states for 50 bucks. And I thought, well, let's take a look at, see what they have. Um, Spartan Forge is really targeting the Eastern mobile hunter. And they had a very limited layers, uh, layer system. And so they scored a five and, and base map scored a seven. Um, you know, I had a solid list of layers, but it's just really stripped down. So, um, you know, there were some differences between, the different uh the different platforms but let me ask you this what about you know what waypoints are you do you find yourself using a lot when you're you know obviously you know you might see a rub or a elk wall or what what kind of waypoints do you tend to use a lot dan yeah i mean all of <clears throat> there's there's very few that i feel like i haven't used on onyx and i mean a lot uh -huh. of them are animal related or like you know, you, you drop the side by side, you leave that here. But I, I do a lot as far as animal sign, animal behavior, movements, things like that. Uh, dropping beds, different places, um, transition uh, corridors, um, where my tree stands hanging, where I leave my truck, where my buddy's going to be hunting. Um, every time I see a, a decent animal, I'll drop a waypoint and I'm like, hey, look, this is where this is where this was. And then I do, I, I pair pictures with it too. So like on my, hopefully nobody ever hacks my, my Onyx account because then they're going to see the exact animals that I shot in each place. And then they'll know, you know, where to go and hunt. But, um, yeah, a lot of animal entry exits, um, man, I'm trying to think basically if it's on there, I've probably used it at some point. So that's and I'm the same way. I, I mean, if you looked at my map, my Onyx or any other mapping platform I use, it's a mess of waypoints. And so I really wanted to look at like, again, versatility, which of these platforms offer versatility. So here's here's some waypoints that I thought were interesting. So we've got mineral site, morels, fruit tree. Uh, let's see. Um you know, turkey roost, turkey strutting, um, dusting. Let's see. Um, well, of course, the acorns. And then, oh, here's one of those switchgrass, uh, a feeder, hinge cut, trail cam. Of course, we a lot of them have that. So there was some variability in the waypoints. And what I found was that like hunt stand for $29.99 we talked about at the beginning has a, is a great value but all of their waypoints are eastern related they're okay. they're all whitetail or or turkey 
but they don't have like an elk wallow or a, a rub or mule deer symbol or some of those things. Uh, yeah. Hunt wise, conversely, coming in, I thought hunt wise would be very Eastern focused as well because they have a, a whitetail antler as their logo, but they had, a, they had a wide range of species um not as many you know 15 different species of variety some uh, you know onyx has 24 species base map has 24 species so those two scored really well because they offer not just you know your your big game but just other game as well like boar or like alligator you yeah. know those are some things and and it doesn't and you know as we talk about it, it seems kind of silly but it's important when you're in the field because you're like well crap i want to you know, I have, you know, this particular thing that I want to put here on this map, and it's all important data that we're collecting in real time. So and it's it, it's so helpful, especially like if it is just whitetail focused, but they offer 50 states, you're in Colorado, and all of a sudden they don't have like the species you're after. Like, I don't want to have to click on the the waypoint to find out what species it is like you know like i don't want to have to click on a whitetail logo to find out it's actually a mule deer and i had to rename it and <laughs> i would much rather look at it and go okay that's a cow elk versus a bull elk versus a satellite bull or same with with turkeys like i want to know did i did i encounter a hen here a jake here or a tom here and uh that's something that i found with with um onyx that seems very beneficial so you mentioned um, putting pictures in your Onyx platform. Yeah. If you were able to take a uh, pull a trail cam picture of a of a buck that you're after into, uh, like say a waypoint that you have, and and that picture was able to pull all the weather data for that particular day and time of that picture. Would that be something of value to you? Absolutely. I mean, I look at that stuff on my trail cameras already, but to have that on my on my mapping software to where I could just click on each one and figure yeah. out, okay, hey, here's a common thread. You know, it's like, 60 it's degrees and it's south wind or something. Or, yeah, yeah. South wind. Um I don't do a lot with the moon phase. I know some people geek out about it, and that's awesome. Yeah. I think that anything you can use to help you target an animal and successfully harvest it is good. But I just started having to draw lines. Cause I'm like, if I dive too far into this, it's going to consume my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. So there's one platform that offers this and, and now they, they did not do well in this whole evaluation, but Spartan forge has this feature where you can pull a pick in to their, a journal, like a journal entry, and it'll pull all the weather data. And that's barometric pressure. I think Jeez. it probably includes moon phase, wind, all that stuff. And I love that feature. And that's one yeah. of the reasons why I included them in this evaluation, because I thought that was a great tool. They also offer a wind rose for a particular uh, area. And that wind root rose is capturing the the predominant wind over a period of time so yeah. you know maybe it's primarily south but sometimes it's southwest sometimes it's southeast and then for for us as hunters that helps us can help us determine 
like what bedding might be like, okay, well, they're going to probably bed on the north face, with the south wind coming over the hill, or if it's a, you know, a predominant wind coming out of the north, vice versa. And so I really like some of those features or some of those tools. So like I've moved into the tool category and Spartan Forge, you know, for all of the holes in its game, and it's, it's not a great app for right now, maybe someday it will be, but it's not a great app. I really did like that, that journaling feature that uh, they have within the tools. Yeah. The, the, um, you know, I'm looking at some of the other tools that uh, some of the other platforms offered. There's, um, you know, go hunt and base map or offer this sort of a, a, a range finder tool and, the base map one, it's a, um, it pairs, it can, it's a Bluetooth, it has Bluetooth, it'll pair with your range finder. And it basically, if you see something and you want to range it, it'll, it has some pairing capabilities. Uh, there's also a. See, and uh, somebody explained that to me last year at the Western Hunt Expo. And I okay. think at that point there was maybe only one, and I want to say it was base map. I don't remember for sure, but anyways, they said there is a, there's actually a rifle scope and a couple range finders that you can pair with it. And they're like, for instance, if you shoot an elk at 600 yards across the valley, yeah, you can range that spot and it will actually drop a pin onto your mapping software of where to go. In yeah. my mind, that is, that has endless uses for me whether yeah. it's shed hunting out West or the last place you see the deer go into the woods, you know, in the moment you shoot a deer and you watch it run across a field, it goes into another woodlot and you're like, okay, I've got to remember exactly right where this one went in. It's the last place I saw it. Um, if it's gosh, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many like bedded bucks. We watched so many bucks bed down on this last trip to Utah. And to just be able to go boom, pin drop, pin drop, pin drop. And now when we cross 1300 yards across the valley to get to them, we're not like, well, it looks a lot different from here. You know, right. we know, hey, we're 70 yards from it. We got to start, you know, moving slow and thinking about every step we take. So yeah. I love that feature. That is one of the coolest features that I feel like anybody could offer as far as you know the integration between your rangefinder your scope i mean rifle scopes are starting to get these crazy capabilities with range finding and um so to pair all of that up i feel like would be very beneficial i i agree i think and i think we're going to see that as things move forward now base map promotes it but they didn't have a lot of tutorials on it which okay. i really didn't appreciate go hunt is offering it as well and, and, and I think, uh, I agree with you. I think it would be a great tool, especially as that scenario you described where you've got a, you know, a mule deer bedded, you know, across a valley. And then you're like, you might take a, a good guess with your, you know, dropping a pin on Onyx, but if you're able to pair it or able to do it more effectively, it'll help you, you know, have a better stock and, uh, encounter, you know, one of the tools that Go Hunt offers that is truly unique to Go Hunt, and again, Go Hunt didn't do well in this, and we'll get to the final scores later. But but a tool that they offer was um, the terrain analysis tool, and it allows you. Let's say I know that elk are going to be from six thousand to nine thousand feet. I want to find all the north facing slopes in this in this unit, 
at that at that elevation. Well, their mapping platform will highlight all of those for you once you Dang. hit those parameters. That's cool. Yeah, or if I know, um, yeah, I, I'm not a mule deer hunter, uh, but I know that you know those that are will talk about the ranges and elevation that they expect to find mule deer, and it's maybe you know maybe it's you know eight to ten thousand feet. And, and then you're looking for certain things like a north facing slope or a south facing slope. Maybe it's late winter and, and you're looking for, you know, they're going to be there because it's a little bit warmer. And so it really helps you cut out areas or at least hone in on areas that you want to target. And that's something that's unique to, to, to go hunt. I yeah. thought that was a really neat tool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as, as somebody who's recently got into Western hunting, you know, you hear all of these different features to look for and it to isolate them or even in describing um whitetail hunting you know if i tell people hey look for uh, a south facing slope you know something potentially above water if you can if you can find water or a field and isolate that when you're going out traveling to a new place especially if it's like highlighted on there right if you've got yeah. like a bunch of red blotches in one area and hardly any in a bunch of others, you're, it it would almost make your job easier to figure out, hey, this is where I really want to even just spend my time e-scouting or go take a look in person before I go to these other these other spots that just don't have that. They don't have high country, you know, south-facing slopes or meadows or, or ridgelines or whatever. You know, the... Uh, and and, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly because I think that those things are... The, it can come really come in handy, especially if you just are trying to create your hunt plan and you need you want to you want five different spots to target. Okay, I got yeah. this spot, this spot, this spot, this spot, and and um, you know one of the other things that um, and so this is where it gets kind of interesting is that Onyx is has been adding value, trying to add value for the past few years to the ninety nine dollars that you spend. Yeah, and so they offer deer cast, which is was something created by the Drury Drury Outdoors. Yep, it's a separate app, but you have access to it for free. Now, I think it's going away at the end of this year, unfortunately for those that that use it uh, for OnX. You don't you'd have to buy it separately through Drury Outdoors. But then, um, you know, they also offered, um, I think it's called Top Rut, which is a, a, a Western hunting tag. Um, uh, uh, like statistics or drawing application, a uh, hunting fool is another platform that you get for free through Onyx. So they've done a lot of things to try to get, get also discounts with other you know companies like Vortex. Yeah, um, I think they're partners with Vortex, so you can get discounted gear through through Onyx. Well, with with HuntWise, you get a, a plat, you get an integrated thing called HuntCast. It's a lot like DeerCast, and it's a tool that comes with it that shows your your weather day to day. But also, um, they they sort of create a predictive model in there based on barometric pressure and and weather variance, and. And so I thought that was a really nice tool. Again, I don't use it so much for the predictive part of it, but I like it where I can drag my finger across and see the wind change or the temperature drop or the barometric pressure go up. 
and they've actually created it for I think 12 different species. So it's not just like oh, a wow. white tail or elk, but there's also bear, boar, and other things. I, I don't know what the inputs would be for those game. You know, uh, you know, how do you know that bear or, or boar are going to be up and moving, you know, based on a predictive model, but, but ultimately it's there. It's a tool that has a lot of variability and I, I did want to bring that up because it was something that was different than what some of the other platforms offer. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I knew about the deer casts on Onyx, but I didn't know about all the other ones that you were mentioning there. And I think, obviously, the more that you can offer as a platform, the the more it's appealing it's going to be to the end user. But I also really like when things are all consolidated into one thing, you know, like, I don't want to have to open multiple platforms, even if they're free. Yeah. I would rather have it all integrated into one easy to use app. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I will use DeerCast again for the weather stuff. Um, but it is nice to just have it all there. It's sort of like what we were talking about earlier with the, the not only does it have the landowner's name, but it also can get their phone number. Yeah. Because it's not enough just to get their name. You got to, find to figure out a way to contact them and the fact that uh huntwise offers that in their platform it, it can be a real help regardless of what state you're in whether it's an eastern state or a western state um so really when it came down to from a a value standpoint the winner and and we you know it's not there's not enough hours in the day to go through everything so the winner from a value standpoint was hunt stand Okay. Even though it doesn't have a lot of of the things that you might want, uh, it doesn't have a lot of Western game waypoints. Uh, there were some limitations in, in different areas. It scored a nine. Um, and in, you know, HuntWise scored an eight. And then Onyx scored a seven from a value standpoint because, it, you know, Onyx is $99. So it's, yeah. it, it's the premium. Uh, it's costing you more where you can get more value out of like a hunt wise or a hunt stand Spartan forge scored a four because it's really, it's, it's, it doesn't have the layers and tools that you would use out West. Yep. And it, and it barely has that for even just whitetail hunting and then base map scored a seven and go hunt score, scored a five. And that's just on value. And then from a, a versatility standpoint, the, HuntWise scored a nine. And so HuntWise, again, was for me a surprise because it sounds a lot like, you know, HuntStand. It has a whitetail antler logo. And I thought, well, this is just going to be a basic whitetail app. But it has so many tools, so many layers. It has all the different waypoints that you could want. It has downloadable maps. It has 3D mapping on your phone and on your desktop. And it and so it scored a nine from a value standpoint, and it scored a total of sixty nine out of eighty, and was Jeez. technically the the winner yeah. for this evaluation. Um, and again, I almost didn't even put Huntwise in because I didn't even I have very little awareness of them. I don't yeah. know if I'm not their demographic or what, but I don't I don't hear enough about Huntwise. And what was their price point again? They were they're fifty nine ninety nine, 
So okay. there's, you know, 60 bucks to Onyx is a hundred. They're more yeah. expensive than, you know, some of the other platforms, but you get, uh, you get all these different topographic layers. In addition to the other things I mentioned, you get the hunt cast thing that I mentioned. And so hunt wise is out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I again thought oh, it's going to be Eastern focused, but it really does have a lot of value and, um, versatility and so that that was the sort of the ultimate winner of this evaluation uh onyx actually came in second onyx okay. is awesome onyx is awesome i yeah. mean it, it really is i mean they i really didn't want them to do as well as they did do uh but you they have layers they have the tools they have the waypoints they have uh you know a lot of a lot of things that that you know we all use would, do, do I wish there were more topographic layers with Onyx? Absolutely. They only have the one topographic layer. Um, you know, they. it would be nice if they had, you know, uh, a little bit more variety in some of the tools um, or, or some of the things that we talked about that we, that you mentioned the range, we all talked about the range finder yeah. or the, the terrain analysis tool that GoHunt offers. But Onyx finished second. Hunt stand, even though it has a lot of holes, it finished third. And then, uh, and then we had base map. And base map, I would say, is sort of the the um, there's a there's an old vehicle. I think the El Camino. Base yep. map is the El Camino because it's really a it's something that you can use in the east or the west, but it's very stripped down. It's very basic. Yeah. And even though it's sort of flashy. It's not, it doesn't have uh, the substance that, you know, those other apps have. And then Go Hunt finished uh, fifth at 53 points uh, simply because it's so Western heavy. They don't have the weather and the moon or some of the Eastern related stuff that Whitetail guys would want. Yeah. Um, at least in my opinion. And then, um, and then Spartan Forge scored a 32 out of 80. And again, it's just not there, but it's uh, it could be there, you know, in six months, it, it could, you know, if they if they get everything together, it could, you know, technology changes pretty quickly. So yeah. uh, but but those, you know, that's sort of the final rankings. And I don't, what, what are your thoughts, Dan? Any thoughts or questions about those or surprise? No, I mean, I yeah. I'm surprised because again, I've always been an Onyx guy and, you know, I'm thinking they've got everything I need and, and up to this point, you know, I've been pretty happy with them and I think I would still continue to be happy, but hearing some of the other things that people are offering, I immediately go, man, I, I don't know how anybody doesn't offer that. Like, like the phone number side of things alone. For people who don't have access to private land, they're public land hunting for whitetail in heavily pressured areas. That seems like such a good feature to just be able to pull up a property, give them a call, say, hey, I'm so-and-so, you know, I live two miles down the road. I'm wanting to get my son out hunting on his first turkey hunt. I'm looking for property, you know, like to, to just be that alone would save me so much time in trying to get permission places um so i like that i think i think overall we're probably going to see over the next few years some pull ahead even farther and then i think it's probably going to even out as they as each mapping software 
realizes the features that the other ones have. Like you said, you know, the, the electric windows in a car, uh, the yeah, really yeah. nice cars had it. And now every vehicle has it. Like you can't find a brand new car that does roll down windows. And right. I feel like a lot of this stuff is going to be, or that, that same concept is going to be um, carried out in the mapping software as well. There's going to be certain things that everybody just has. Otherwise they're obsolete. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, each one, each one of these platforms has taken their own approach to getting new customers. Yep. Uh, I, and so they are all targeting certain, maybe different demographics than me. Maybe they don't want me as a customer, you know, Spartan Forge is targeting the mobile whitetail hunter. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of mobile whitetail hunters might like to be mobile and hunting elk. And so, you know, they need to sort of, you know, up their game and fix those holes yeah. or, you know, go hunt is thinking about, you know, go hunt is designed for folks that live east of the Mississippi in terms of like, Hey, here's some information on the units and, and, and how to draw a tag. So, but they, if they really want to capture the Eastern market, you got from a mapping standpoint, I think you need to pull in and cater to that whitetail hunter for the other months that he's hunting in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And so, you know, there's some opportunities there and I think you're right. I think we'll see, um, you know, maybe, or maybe even an advancement of things to where it does integrate optics like you and I were talking about earlier. Um, and, uh, it's, it's, it's been really interesting. I think the, I, I had a, gosh, I thought of something and I just lost it, but, um, but yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting. The good news is that it's all good for you and I yeah. as consumers because it's competitive. It, it'll drive down prices. And I'll just, I'll mention it. Your, your, you know, your buddy, Dan Johnson, he's got a promo code for hunt stand and hunt stand came in third and it's yep. 29 bucks. And that promo code knocks another percent off. I mean, that's a really good value, even though it doesn't have, you know, all the, even though it didn't win, it's still a great value for, uh, a lot of people, but so I think ultimately we're going to be the winners out of, out, as yeah. these things continue to compete. Yeah, no, I agree. I like, I like that a lot of them have crossover. Um, one thing that drives me crazy is, you know, everybody didn't want to do the, the TV subscription or the cable plan anymore on their TVs. And so all of, all of a sudden like Netflix and Hulu and prime video and uh, all of these different softwares came out and now you're paying more than what you were to watch the same stuff and that's right. what i don't want uh i am curious though from what you found will you move forward with only one or did you find key features that you like enough to have potentially multiple subscriptions to these apps so what i did was i um I, i'm actually going to go back to my cheat sheet so Spartan Forge, Onyx, HuntWise, and HuntStand all offer a free trial uh, for their platforms. So you can download maps, you can uh, look at private public, you can use all the tools for free for free for at least seven days. Go Hunt and Base Map do not. So okay. I purchased those platforms because for the this exercise. Because yeah. I obviously wanted to to try the tools out, and, and to be fair to those platforms. Yep. And so, um, but 
I don't like, I don't really, I don't love base map. I don't like the interface for some reason. And, and like I said, go hunt doesn't have the tools that I want from a whitetail standpoint, whether it's uh, weather or wind related, even like Onyx has a, a wind tool. That's fantastic. Uh, like you can put a, a, a sort of a waypoint that's a permanent waypoint where you hunt and you, when you go in, it'll show you the wind, the current wind direction. Yeah. Like I like that because that's I so have great. spots that I hunt. So I'm probably my Onyx membership expires uh, at the end of this year. And I'm probably going to pivot to HuntWise as my primary platform because of all the tools and it's $40 less. And I know, you know, $40 for some folks might not be a lot of money, but you know, for me, it's, it's dollars that I could spend on some other gadget or something for, uh, (laughs) for my front hunt setup. And, and like I said, they have a lot of uh, topographic layers that, that I value. um, And they have a lot of other tools and features that I, that I really like. So for me, I'll probably pivot to HuntWise. I mean, that would mean I have to trans- transfer my waypoints over. There's a switching cost there yeah. because you're so used to something, it's hard to change. But that's probably what I'll end up doing. That's uh, that's good to know. I'm going to definitely check them out because, like I said, I've been so happy with Onyx at this point. But like you said, to have that wind direction feature, uh, that's that's killer in and of itself. Um, I, I nerd out about this stuff and that's where it's really difficult for me diving into it because I will see features that I like on multiple things. And I'm like, Oh, I have to have that, but I also have to have this. And I don't want to end up with three different softwares that I have to use to feel confident when I'm out in the woods. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to be taking a look into some of these. What, what did you find with the weather side of things? Because you did you've been diving into weather apps as well to figure out, you know, what the best one is for you and your style of hunting. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll tease this out for a little bit for your audience. We probably don't have time to to d- take that deep dive as well, or we put some people to sleep, but, <laughs> <laughs> but there, I, I looked at nine different weather applications. I mean, we all probably, a lot of us have the weather channel, maybe AccuWeather, uh, maybe you've used Wonderground, um, or the, you know, you have the weather app that comes with your iPhone. Uh, but those, all of those platforms that I mentioned, and, and the, there's many others, they all are using a forecast model for their weather. And some forecast models are more accurate than others. So, there's uh, two two predominant global weather forecast models. There's the European Center for Medium Range Weather Forecast, and then there's a global forecasting system. And some of these models are free, and some of them require, you know, payment. And so, uh, and then within that, there are other regional models. One of them is the North American model. One is the high resolution rapid refresh. Um, there's also a German model called Icon 13. There's a Swiss model that's called Medio Blue. And, um, you know, each of those models are better for different scenarios. So, for example, this model, Medio Blue, is better uh, for, it, is, it excels in alpine areas. 
And, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and so the reason why I bring this up is that if you look at just like we talked about hunt cast or, or deer cast, you know, those, those, that weather data is coming from somewhere. It's not Drury yeah. outdoors. That's collecting that they're, they're using a weather model or, or even the, 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 the nine platforms that I looked at with like the weather channel or AccuWeather, they're pulling that weather from some forecasting model. Yep. Well, there are, there are some weather apps out there, Dan, that will allow you to use multiple forecast models all at once so that you can see what, you know, what the European center for medium range weather forecast is predicting for weather. And you can compare it to the global forecasting system and compare it to the North American model and compare it to high resolution, rapid refresh. And then for you, you can be sort of the owner of what, of your, of your hunt in, in a different way than just looking at what the weather channel says. Yeah. And so it, I, that was my next project. And I thought I would be sort of like force ranking a little bit like I did with the the hunt map applications. But the truth is, is that there's there's a couple that every hunter should have uh, and, and really one in particular uh, that every hunter should have that is free. And it's hard to believe it's free because of the all of the value you get out of it. I even I did pay for one and um, and it's OK. But it's, uh, you know, the value with this one particular platform is um, is head head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. And, and, and so going down that wormhole was a lot of fun because um, if if you were to come up and talk to me about forecasting models just out of the blue, I'd say that's the most boring thing I've ever heard. But when yeah. you talk about how it relates to me hunting deer or hunting out west, it's like it's very interesting. And. And I'll and I'll share this, this the platform, and I'm going to just keep it a secret. We'll we'll say that for a later conversation. Yeah. The this one has live. It has the live weather weather cams across the country pulled into the platform. Hmm. So, you know, Dan, you're going back out to Utah and you see the weather, but you really want to see it, see it, or yeah. you're going for. I think you're probably going for a late season elk hunt this year. Yep. So you want, you know, you know that it's snowing out there, but you want to see what the roads are like, or you want to see the snow on the mountain. There's weather cams everywhere. And this particular place, this particular platform allows you to pull it up on your phone. And you I gotta, I gotta up my weather app game. I mean, (laughs) we, so we had talked a little bit before we started recording about this, but I had uh, on this Utah mule deer hunt, it was me and my friend Linnea, and I remember one night we were glassing, and there was there was some serious like temperature change in a hurry. Like I'm talking 15 degrees in a very short amount of time, and I was like, "Dang, it feels like winter is moving in tomorrow." And we we get back to camp, and luckily where we were, we didn't realize had we had um, one of these mapping softwares, we would have known how much cell service we would have we would have up there, but, um, we, we had enough to check the weather. And so I pull it up and I'm like, listen, tomorrow is going to be a lights out day for movement. I mean, the, the temperature drop, the highs is like 25 degrees from today till tomorrow. Mm. Uh, the lows was even more extreme than that. And she's like, 
where are you looking for? Because mine says something totally different. So we made sure we were both looking for the same place. And even after we refreshed it, this still, I don't understand how it happened, but we were just on the iPhone weather app. Both of them said completely different things for the seven day forecast and for the 24 hour forecast. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, which one is it? Which one is it? Luckily, I had my Garmin inReach. I can pull weather from that. So yeah. I pull weather from that. It matched up with mine, which meant better hunting for us. And yeah. I mean, I just like fall weather anyways. Um, but then that night I called my wife and asked her and hers matched up with Linnea's. <laughs> and so I'm just like, what in the world? Like, I mean, not not even close. It wasn't like, oh, a high of 73 and a high of 71. It was like a high of 52 and a high of 69. I'm like, yeah. that's a that's a really big difference when it comes to hunting and, and what our plans are. So, um, but yeah, I, I love that idea to have live weather cams out there. That would be yeah. very beneficial, even even if it's not at your destination. But on your travel route, you know, if you have to go through the mountains, if you have to go through I-70 through the mountains of Colorado, like it's going to be very beneficial to know what some of those steep mountain passes look like if you're pulling a travel trailer or a fifth wheel or a side by side behind you. Yeah. And and so, you know, that was I I thought that was really interesting, like for me to be because I'll be honest with you, um, I did. a thing on my on my Instagram and on YouTube looking at some apps for hunters that are non-hunting applications. And, you know, one of the things that I touched on was using weather cams at ski resorts. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, if you're going west, especially like Colorado, you can use those weather cams to get a sense. But But that was before I came across this particular weather app that allows you to just pull them up uh, and you can see them across the United States and you can just click and point and it pulls it up and, and it's, and so you can just pull it up on your phone. You don't have to go to, you know, a particular uh, ski resort website, for example. And so it's, uh, I I think as this, this um, evolution continues with that, whether it's the mapping applications or weather applications, it's really going to be interesting uh, to see how and what we get access to on our on our phones in the future, but um, but yeah, that's my next project, and I'm going to put that out in the next week or so. So if your audience is interested, they'll be able to see sort of the the grid that I created, looking at each of the nine weather app apps, some of the things that they offer, some of the things they don't offer, and then sort of my. Uh, conclusion as the app that every hunter should have regardless if you just hunt you know in your own state or if you travel a lot yeah well if that's not the best teaser and cliffhanger i've ever heard like there is one and only one and (laughs) you don't get to hear about it for a full week well you know um (laughs) i like it i like it i like keeping people on their toes yeah it's um yeah, you know, hopefully uh, people will enjoy that when that comes out. But um, but it, I just have a lot of fun with this stuff, Dan. I like to nerd out, as you know. Um, and I'm going to continue to do more of this nerding out. I have some other projects uh, down the road as it relates to gear, uh, whether it's software gear or, ta- you know, actual, you know, physical gear that we use. Because I think 
whether we like to admit it or not, um, as hunters, we are getting marketed to constantly, which yep. isn't a bad, which not a bad thing, but we get marketed to a lot. And as also as hunters, we're not afraid to crack open our wallets and really shell out the cash and justify it in the name of, of hunting. Yep. And so the, really at that, at that crossroads, we got to determine what is of real value and what's, and what maybe isn't, isn't of real value because, you know, right now I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at e-bikes and I'm like, man, how do I justify this, <laughs> this freaking thing? You know, like, do I really need an e-bike? Uh, you know, and, and my gut says, hell yeah, you work hard, dude. You need to go. I mean, like, you're not going out to the bars drinking, you're going outside and, but, but, you know, I'm still trying to justify, you know, spending, you know, close to a grand or more on, on something. So, um, so that I, I think with that premise, I'm constantly trying to evaluate where, you know, what, what can we do to, uh, what, what is worth our time and maybe what's not worth our time and money. Yeah, no, that's super helpful. And I love that there's people out there with brains like yours that just analyze and they dissect and they they compare because for me i'm like hey that's pretty cool it's flashy it's nice i saw it on tv once maybe i'll buy that and uh you know i've gotten burned by that plenty of times so um i'm looking forward to finding out more about these weather apps that is very beneficial um i mean i'm constantly checking the weather whether we're in the same place every day or you know traveling because I want to know. I want to know what to expect. I don't want to be expecting fall and then I wake up the next day and it's 80 degrees and sunny and hot. Like I don't like the heat. And so that's a big downer when that happens. I'd rather be prepared for it. Um, Well, Jacob, I appreciate you hopping on, man. As always, it's a great conversation. Um, Where can people go find you, find all of this information that you're putting out uh, to benefit hunters? You know, I would just my Instagram handle handle is J underscore Coons C O O N S underscore Hunts, and I've got if you link the link in my profile has a link to the spreadsheet. It's free. It, it, that looks at all the hunting map applications. And again, you know, again, it's it's from my perspective. As you all, as your listener goes goes through it, they may find that the particular app that I sort of poo pooed is actually the perfect app for them. Yeah. Um, and then I've also got a uh, Western hunting checklist. It's also free. Um, and then I have a link to a couple of books I've written. And um, and then I also have a link to my comparative uh, analysis of the weather apps, the, the nine of them. And um, that'll be uh, up probably within the next week or so, as, as well as the link to the YouTube videos for uh, th- that evaluation and the evaluation of the hunting map applications that's up as well. Sometimes if folks want to dive a little deeper, those videos are a little longer, yeah. you know, obviously. So it takes a little bit more of a commitment, but those are there as well. So, um, but yeah, you know, Dan, I really appreciate you having me, uh, appreciate the opportunity to hope, you know, share some information with your audience and, and talk a little bit about hunting. Uh, I think it's, it's, you know, the one thing that it's like, if we're not hunting, we're actually thinking about hunting. Yeah. And I just appreciate the opportunity to connect with you and appreciate uh, appreciate your podcast. Absolutely. And uh, good luck this season. I know season's here and I keep it. It still doesn't seem real that like hunts are happening all over the place that I'm 
two weeks away from heading out west for elk. That's pretty exciting. So good luck this season. I'll be following along and uh, rooting for you. Hey, you too, Dan. Congratulations on your early success already. Thanks. And that is going to wrap it up for today's show. Wow, what a deep dive into the mapping software. And I really want to check out some of these other applications. Like, I know I'd mentioned it in the show, but that that GPS feature or the uh, range finding feature paired with the GPS and a, a waypoint on the map just seems like such a handy tool. And I'm, I'm still like just going through my brain of all the different applications that you could actually use that for when you're out on the mountain, in the field, in the marsh, wherever. And so I'm super pumped. I'm, I'm going to take a look at some of this stuff, and I can't wait to hear what he found out about the, the weather apps because there are some serious issues with some of the weather apps out there, and hopefully there's one that's consistent and accurate and can help in more ways than just telling me if the temperature drops or if it's going to rain. So we're going to have to have Jacob back on again to find all of that out. And I better get on this map thing because I'm about to head out to Colorado in like two weeks. And so if there's something that I need, I got to get it now. I'm like starting to feel the pressure of this hunt coming up. So hopefully you guys are having fun, having success, going out on awesome adventures, getting to bring home meat and fill the freezer. And so until next time, get out there and chase a new adventure.